everyone, this is Mind Your Employment, brought to you by YK Society. This series be on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube. I'm Caitlin. And I'm James. And this week's episode is going to be looking at that age-old question. Why do we stay late at work? Is this productivity or is this actually just damaging us? Caitlin, what do you think? What's your view? It's a very good question. Um, yeah. I think I'm personally guilty from it. Like, I stay late. For no absolute reason, I am not obliged to. I mean, there are a couple of exceptions when it comes to staying late. Is that Mm -hmm. either you're trying to finish a task, and that's perfectly acceptable, I believe. Sure. To complete your task so that you don't have that continue, like you don't have to pick it up the next morning. Yeah, that's understandable. We all have that. We all do that. Exactly. But why do we feel obliged when there is no work to stay longer? Why? Mm. What do you think? Do you do the same I mean, like I do? I do, yeah. Occasionally I will. I'm trying to kind of get myself out of that mindset, though, because it's something I've realised over the past few years, especially in previous roles that were mm-hmm. perhaps more target-driven, Yeah. Um, of that sort of almost bordering on obsession to mm-hmm. work extra, stay more, stay late, do more, you know, that kind of thing. And I wonder if it's a kind of, you know, a validation thing, like a self-validation thing that, especially if you're in a job you don't like, right, that the, the mm-hmm. role has some sort of meaning that I have some sort of importance in that job. Yeah. Um, and therefore I'm trying to like look busy, act busy, be super professional, want everyone to know. And I, but I want everyone to know about it, right? I want them to validate yeah, of course. Well, those I, feelings. I you know, you know, I send emails at 10 p.m. um when I finished at five, just so everyone knew, you know, oh, he yeah. was putting in the extra hours, he mm. was doing more than was necessary, yeah. just for that sense of validation. And call it a vanity, maybe, maybe it was. I guess so. But there was definitely a kind of a level of like, uh, I don't know, like wanting to feel important, I guess. Wanting that validation, especially when I didn't like the job or the role or the company. Mm. It was a case of like, at least I'd get that. At least I'd get that feeling of self-worth that way. But is it like a sense of achievement? Like, oh, look at me. Mm. I've passed 5pm or 6pm when I'm Mm. meant to be finishing. Because I feel like a lot of people who... It's quite common, actually. Mm. I would personally say this from my own experience. And I'm pretty sure you've gone through the same thing. Is that services or like uh, companies specifically, financial, accountancy, Mm -hmm. law firm... Um, you know, they have that sort of behavior, that attitude that you must stay late, even though you're contracted to finish. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some lo- some people do say like you do, you have to stay late just to finish the task. Completely mm-hmm. understandable. But like, stay late because it's on the basis that hard work means that you're a better candidate. Or like, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like that behavior where like the last man standing, especially mm-hmm. for those yeah. who are like. Um, I have trainees, yeah, very cutthroat um, environments, but mm. trainees specifically who are trying to prove themselves, they have that tendency mm-hmm. to be like, yeah. I am not going to leave here until I get acknowledged. Mm-hmm. I've stayed there and looked like yeah. I've done work or more work than anyone else. Yeah. And obviously yeah. to do more work, you stay longer. Not mm-hmm. necessarily the case, really. But yeah, we have that sort of switched on behavior automatically. Mm-hmm. You know, I do the same thing at 5 p.m. when I'm meant to finish off. I go, look, oh, come on, one more email, you know, one mm-hmm. more task to do, one more, yeah. one more, this turns into several more after. Mm-hmm. And, by and the you time, find yourself starting yeah. a new task right mm-hmm. before you're supposed to be leaving. Exactly. Just kind of continue that, that pattern. 
Yeah, and you form a habit. And you're like, okay, yeah. well, it's, yesterday I stayed 6 p.m. That's not so bad. I'll stay 6 p.m. today. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, wait a minute. You remind yourself that you're not obliged to stay there at 5 p.m. You may be, you may be trying to help something, someone out, the team mm-hmm. out, the company out. Perfectly fine. Reasonable to think so. But mm. consciously feeling guilty Hmm. that you have to stay at that time because yeah, someone else is staying yeah. that time and they go oh we yeah. can't leave because certain somebody can't it's not is still there and we mm-hmm. don't want to look bad i think that's especially true when you have a hierarchy right so mm-hmm. if you're the junior you feel obligated to stay until the senior person has gone mm-hmm. um even though they might want to stay you know two three four hours beyond mm-hmm. the contracted hours and i think sometimes as there's probably a multitude of different reasons why people do this, right? But I think that it can very much be categorized into healthy reasons you might want to stay late. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're finishing something off that needed that you've been doing all day. You're, mm-hmm. you know, you, like you said, you're helping out um, a, a colleague or the company, mm-hmm. or um, you're just doing that little bit extra. Or perhaps you've got a really tight deadline, and something has to be finished, and there's no option. You know, statutory deadline or something of that nature. Yeah. All perfectly normal reasons. And and probably okay, you know, on an ad hoc basis that you do that and mm-hmm. um and, and you stay that little bit extra and you do that little bit extra and maybe it will get rewarded, maybe you have flexi, maybe you get overtime pay, maybe you even just get a thank you from the manager um as just a you know, thanks for putting in that extra effort. I think what we're really getting to though is like as the question is why do we do it? Is why do we do it when the behavior is unhealthy, right? Mm. So why do we do it when we don't need to, but we do like internally, I thought it was really interesting actually something you said to go was about hardworking, like that yeah. perception of hardworking. If you're the last person standing, you're going to be perceived as really hardworking and therefore you will be valued. I mean, I guess I want to ask, why does time equate to hard work? Um, you know, you could be sitting in a room for 10 hours and do absolutely nothing as opposed to someone who's sitting in the room for five hours and does everything. But if the person leaves after five hours, they're going to be perceived as the slacker because for some reason we've kind of built in this innate time equals hard work, which I find really interesting, but really also quite bizarre because I don't think that's the case at all. I don't think we should perceive time is hard work, not because it's not true, because it mm. does require time to put the work in to make something happen. Yeah. But when we say that, we mean how much productivity are we producing mm-hmm. at the end of the day? Mm-hmm. If that mm-hmm. if you can do 10 hours work in five hours, now that's productivity. Yeah, of course. But 10 hours doing five hours work, it's not. No, and we exactly. uh, we had this sort of backwards sort of I don't know even if it's just out of coincidence that we think mm. those two equate with, with each other. Mm. Because mm. we've always been told at school, like, I think maybe it does delineate to back to when we go into school, is that mm-hmm. the more hours you put in, the more you produce. Mm. But there are smarter ways to work. You know, work smarter, not harder. Yeah, and, yeah, and, you know, we need to sort of detach ourselves away from that idea. Mm. Yeah, I think some companies are now. Mm. Um, you know, I think there is, I certainly since the pandemic and everyone's been kind of forced to be a little bit more flexible and be a little bit, you know, be more remote than perhaps everyone's used to. Yeah. I've certainly heard things around um, in all sorts of different companies and different sectors, kind of reimagining what work is in that 
they want to move away from the hours you clock in and move to a productivity model to measure your productivity as evidence mm-hmm. of work and reason to pay you as opposed to you've clocked in at nine you've clocked out mm. at five so we'll do away with our contracts and we'll set goals and tasks and objectives and you'll be paid for completing goals and tasks and objectives not mm-hmm. paid for being there every day for you know and doing 35 hours a week for example and that's a really interesting model mm. i want to also dial back actually because and i'm not anyway an historian so i obviously had no dates to mine and i have no historical facts to support this but i feel that prior to having what we now classify as employment we work on the basis of productivity so what how much mm service we produce to how much goods we produce and obviously that's um you know you can't moderate that simply because different people provide different things however before we had employment we never had such thing as contract control you know what how many hours we work how much hours we have a break etc etc so if we are saying that that means that everyone's considering going a little bit backwards to achieve yeah. that sort of balance. Because yeah. we had to consider that, you know, our contract rights is, is actually quite interesting, actually. Yeah. So our contracted right is the fact that we allowed breaks during work and after work. You guys at home can follow this or wherever you're listening. You can follow this up through like the Employment Act, you know, la di da di da We're not going to name any specific statutory here, but a lot of the statutory rights that it provides for us in an employment contract is that we're allowed break after at least six hours of work. And then we're allowed a break after work. However, and this is such a human thing, but we, we're so backwards that we want to throw it away to impress employers, mm. you know, suggesting that we are willing to sacrifice our rest period, mm. our breaks that we're allowed to do more work. But mm. why? They are put into contracts mm-hmm. for your benefit. You're meant to take those breaks. You're meant to take those time off so you can recuperate. I mean, there are very good reasons for why people work through their lunch and through, mm-hmm. you know, past their like, you know, accorded hours and they're meant to be leaving. Mm-hmm. However, when there isn't a good reason, but it's out of guilt mm. all in all, that's worrying because, oh, definitely, you know, you sort of betrayed yourself, denied yeah. yourself your rights. Yeah. You, you denied yourself your contractual and legal rights yeah. to make yourself work an extra couple of hours just to you mm. know get brownie points is that is that mm, what maybe. we're looking for because that's scary that that's not yeah, how yeah, we should yeah. be looking at it you know no. and maybe it's that competition factor you know it's the fear mm. that if you leave on time which is this is going to be the most ridiculous sentence that i've probably ever said on this podcast <laughs> if you leave on time when your contractor says that you are allowed to leave yeah. you will be viewed as a slacker compared to your colleagues who don't And therefore, you're going to have that subconscious peer pressure that they're going to get some sort of added bonus, you know, that added benefit over you. Mm. They're going to get the promotion. They're going to get the bonus. They're going to get the pay rise. You're going to be viewed upon as less than because you're doing what you're entitled to do. And it's a weird cultural thing within organizations. I've been in organizations where someone has left on time and they don't have to give a reason, but they gave a very valid reason as to why Mm -hmm. they left on. They were leaving on time and they were looked down upon by their colleagues 
colleagues, their peers, not their seniors, their peers, because they were the only one doing that and everyone else was going to work for another few more, you know, a few more hours. And you look at that scenario from an outside perspective and you have to just question why we've allowed that for ourselves, you know, as a species, not just as, you know, particular sector, but as just a universal, unilateral species. Why have we allowed it to get to a point whereby doing something that is perfectly reasonable, leaving work at the time your contract says you're allowed to, mm-hmm. whether you have a reason or not, is a bad thing. Because in my mind, I think if you're working late consistently, it's more likely than not, not because you're being more productive, it's probably quite the opposite. You're actually just burning out and therefore you're slower to achieve anything. And so I view working late consistently as a negative thing. I appreciate I'm probably the small minority that has that opinion, but there are a lot of employers out there um, that maybe don't agree with me on that, I'm sure. But I think it's a negative thing because actually there's got to be a reason for it and if it's that unhealthy reason of you think everyone else is going to get something that you're not then you've got a culture problem within your organization sort of at its fundamental root Mm -hmm. because now people are working in fear effectively and that's never been a good way to operate you know anything let alone a business it's also really interesting the fact that you said it's a culture Mm -hmm. because when we say culture it's also something that delineates from a good perspective like specifically my culture being Vietnamese you you have a Vietnamese culture you know there's certain like tidbits that is a bonus to contribute to society but the guilt of having to force yourself to stay late Mm -hmm. is a culture that should be demolished should be revolted absolutely toxic because now you're afraid you're afraid that if you don't stay long enough Mm -hmm. you're not doing good you're afraid that if you're not competing in stark contrast to all your Mm -hmm. colleagues you're not good enough for that role you know that becomes (laughs) yeah certainly sad but like it becomes to the extent that you're so afraid to do anything long enough enough Mm. say for instance if you were to move to another role you're going to carry that culture that toxicity to Mm. another role because you're thinking Mm. well i have to do this for every role i take yeah and it's just so it makes you vulnerable to think that's what life is if i don't do this for a certain amount of time and if i don't pass my contracted hour it's never enough Mm-hmm. And then you're going to start to sort of deliberate in that like cycle over and over again. You will never be able to unwind because mm-hmm. when you get home, you're going to think, well, yeah. such and such person, Bob stayed so much longer than I did, two hours more than I yeah. did. What is our manager going to say tomorrow? Oh, mm-hmm. well done, Bob. And you feel crap inside. Yeah, because you're not in that position. No. You're not getting that. Um, and I wonder if it's been made worse, actually, because of this pandemic, because now everyone is working at home, right? or most people are working at home. And for those who are working at home, your home has now merged with your work environment. And then you add on top of that that a lot of companies give out mobile phones to most of their employees if not all of them and so now you have a mobile phone that's probably pinging all the time and now you have your work computer right in the immediate vicinity of where you live how easy is that then to just kind of slip into you know on a sunday afternoon and just go oh you know what i'm just going to spend an hour just check my emails an hour turns into three hours and all of a sudden Mm. you've given them three hours of labor you won't get anything back from that no because actually there was a study that i read a while back that said that a fifth of the UK workforce, the entire UK workforce, one fifth of us routinely stay late. So I don't mean the kind of the ad hoc staying late to get a task done, help someone out, the perfectly healthy reasons to stay late that we discussed earlier. I mean, routinely stays late for one of these other reasons, which adds a reported, wait for it, 30 billion pounds to the economy. And everyone might be thinking, fantastic, that's amazing that yeah. I was listening to this. But do you know how much of that workers see? Probably zero. 
Yeah. Very, very little. So you're giving them free labor. You're getting nothing in return. And you're feeling bad for that if you don't do more. It's a weird culture when you think about it, right? It's definitely weird. I also want to know from uh, you guys. So please comment below if you guys are working at home. Do you ever feel the need to jump back on your computer past the time you need to be on working or on the weekends? Because mm -hmm. this is what I found when I'm working at home is that I'm more productive because everything is in one vicinity. You know, my kitchen, mm. my food area, my yeah. garden's there. I don't really need to go out really. I can just sit on my office and do work and, mm -hmm. you know, travel through the day easily. Mm -hmm. But the sickening thought is that I'm okay with staying an hour more. Because, oh, mm -hmm. you know, where else am I going to go? I might as well just tundra through it a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. This is the part that I find scary is the fact that remind yourself, you need a break. You need rest. You yeah, need your definitely. time for yourself where you can just wind down, give yourself your personal space back. Because mm -hmm. that's the scary part of having it in your office, in your house, is that it's far too easy to jump on. And like James has said, you know, phones is like another way that companies are giving to make sure you stay attached to work. Mm -hmm. And... Don't get me wrong, it's very necessary for certain businesses, areas, but certainly not okay when you need that break because no, you find yourself... You turn it off. Exactly. And you find yourself that you're more productive. We, you know, parents say this to students and young children who are going through exams such as GCSEs, A-levels, et cetera, et cetera. And even mm -hmm. through university, even to our work life, you need to have your dime time. You need your brain to be able to have a breather, relax, mm -hmm. and, you know, collect its thought. And you can't burn the candle on both mm -hmm. ends. Definitely. And the fact that statistics are saying that so many people do this still suggests mm. that you know we've forgotten our personal selves if you don't give yourself that respite you're definitely going to burn out and therefore productivity mm -hmm. is not at its peak no no you're actually causing more damage to your mm. reputation at work than you are doing good which is um a tragic irony really i do want to give a i guess a, a little bit of a silver lining to <laughs> what has been quite a sort of a bleak attack on the human consciousness do it. um <laughs> <laughs> which is that actually not all companies have no. this mentality because there's a company whose HR department was so adamant that about looking after the people um, because obviously if you look after the people the people will look after the company the company grows everyone's happy right they were so adamant about that that they sent out a communication to all of their staff and in that communication it had tips and tricks on how to cope working from home and to avoid burnout and those measures and remember this came from the organization so this is the organization pushing this to its employees mm -hmm. had things like only organized meetings between 10 and 12 and 2 and 4 mm -hmm. So keep them contained within that time. If you can yeah. send an email instead, send an email instead. Stop pestering people. And I will, there's a point I want to make about meetings um, in, in a second, <laughs> actually. Um, they are a bugbear of mine. But then it had other things like, you know, make sure every hour you take a, a short break, just get up, stretch your legs, get a fresh drink, go to the bathroom, do whatever it is you need to do. Just make sure you're not sat at your desk yeah. consistently and constantly. Get up, have a break. And then there's a lot of other stuff in there about being mindful that actually some people aren't going to be working the same hours as you. Yeah. So don't send business emails you know at six o'clock in the morning or at 10 o'clock at night because no. that's unfair especially if someone has anxiety right and especially if they're connected to a work phone there's nothing more anxiety inducing than seeing your name flash up on a message related to work outside of work hours that is mm. going to make you bolt Very to true. that device and check it and so their their guidance is don't do that anymore stop it you don't need to do that we can get all our work done within our hours um let's actually just look after ourselves and look after each other um and i thought that was a really 
really nice thing to see a company doing um, mm. and I hope it catches on and I hope more companies start yeah. doing things like this and, and operating in that way where they're so dedicated in looking after its staff that it's kind of eroding that culture of I've got to stay late I've got to do more I need to push 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 to the point of damaging myself and I, and I think that's uh, a really positive thing to see so employers if you're out there do that because you're going to get a better response you're going to get way more productivity Definitely. and you're going to get a higher retention rate and staff satisfaction rate because this is bad for health fundamentally so this is one of the points I wanted to come on to that actually this is really really bad for health and shockingly so and I don't think people quite realize you know oh what's an extra hour going to do to me but scientists have actually done research into this because they do research into everything right and they have found that if you work for more than 55 hours a week you actually increase your chances of suffering a stroke by one third compared to the risk for people who are working less than 40 hours that frightening yeah they also found that there is a significant um, albeit slightly smaller risk in increasing coronary heart disease 13 percent more likely in people who work longer hours compared to those working a normal week see but that makes sense though and i'm not saying i'm not reducing Mm. this point down to office workers but most of the time it is because it's so easily done Mm-hmm. you're in that sort of environment you sit there for a little bit more one hour mm-hmm. turns to two hours you're reducing activity in your other parts of your body upset your brain mm-hmm. and probably yeah. your fingertips as well but as human beings we're not made to sit down for so long no, 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 you know no. eight hours a day or pushing further to 10 12 13 yeah. hours some of my colleagues do those that certain like routine mm-hmm. where like every day it's 13 hours in the office yeah. or at their home office and mm-hmm. it's scarily to think that they haven't gone walking or done some sort of form of exercise some of them don't have pets like you know myself so i Mm -hmm. have that opportunity to go outside and you know explore a little bit Mm -hmm. before you know sitting down for a certain number of hours but my main point is the fact that you know specifically office roles Mm -hmm. i'm not saying by stark contrast if you were say for instance a a personal trainer or you someone who's in the medical field you may be more active but Mm -hmm. the more sedimentary you are the likelihood the increase of health issues it could trigger certain other delineated health issues that you don't want Mm. to repeat because you're also a stress factor right exactly working those extra hours is going to build an increased stress especially if you've got that fear of other people outperforming you or out doing you or whatever and so that also generates you know i once worked somewhere where someone there worked crazy hours consistently and constantly was very very ill as a result makes sense and it was the stress the pure stress of doing that consistently and constantly and not recharging that led to you know being seriously ill so it's actually damaging i don't think people realize that because you know they get that oh what's another hour here and there but no it's actually it's actually really really bad for you we also want to know if you're currently in this mind frame and whether you're seeing an improvement in yourself by retracting from that mind frame from that guilt Mm -hmm. or two if your employer is doing something to ensure that no one is pushed or forced or in any way innately needing to stay later because it'll be really interesting because i know certain employers sort of push to ensure that people finish at you know 5 p.m or whenever their mm-hmm. contract hours meant to finish and i think that's just not the company trying to say we don't want you to work it just says you need to go off live your personal life not yeah. just your professional life but your personal mm-hmm. life no, and you know come back refresh because yeah 
companies don't need wilted employees you know I'm, it's no. a strange way of saying it but you don't want a deprived of sleep and or any ailments because it'll cause it'll cost the company more unfortunately it does cost mm-hmm. the company more yeah, if true. you are not performing to the highest level that they mm. need you at and yeah, it's a catch-22 yeah. i mean like i know companies want you to work more but mm. for you to work more you need your own time your own break mm. but i also just want to know like whether anyone is out there who's having this issue of please let share your story we would love to hear it because i've shared mine i am going through it i'm guilty of this and i don't have a way of like trying to like detach myself from work because specifically i work at home um during this period of time however for what the way i do is that when i see the time is up i make sure i round off all the tasks i need to do as soon as possible Mm -hmm. and i make sure that i write myself a to-do list tomorrow so i don't feel guilty that i haven't done the task but i know i have a target to hit and therefore Mm -hmm. you don't feel like you need to stay later for that purpose but definitely give us some tips you know as to how you guys are going through it because it's not easy we this is a behavior this is a habit that everyone builds when they're working Mm -hmm. in a certain environment it's toxic Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. there is a way out of it and we're not saying that you know it's a huge frown upon you know it's okay to work extra hours or work Mm -hmm. later we just think that the whole sort of mind frame the whole trigger coming from guilt is not healthy it's not yeah exactly what Hayden just said there like doing it for healthy reasons like I just need to finish this thing it's only going to take me an extra 10 minutes yeah fine you go do that you get it done own the day you panicking that Bob in accounting is going to stay five more hours sorry Bob I know we keep picking on Bob I kind of feel bad for him now but you know he works too hard he should take a break Um, Bob in accounting he's going to work five more hours and now you feel really guilty that you're not going to work five more hours I wonder if it's kind of you know what we were talking about last week that kind of sense of camaraderie you know the I don't want to let them down the people Mm. I don't necessarily care about the company or the job but it's the people that I maybe like you know maybe I'm good friends with Bob and accounting I don't want to let him down that spurs me to push myself beyond where it's probably healthy and stay late just so Bob doesn't feel like he's on his own doing it I wonder if there's a bit of that in there Mm. Um, but either way people need to stop occasionally and just think about themselves (laughs) because you know what everyone has goals everyone has dreams and if you are consistently working late Every single day you're doing an extra hour, an extra two hours, an extra three hours. Some cases I've known people do extra four or five hours. You are consistently doing that day in, day out. Yeah. You know, five days a week, six days a week, seven days a week, whatever it is. You're actually eating into your time. And time is such a precious commodity because we all only get a finite amount of it. And so you're never actually going to achieve your dreams or your goals or your visions Mm. because you've never got the time to actually think about them or focus on them or deal with them. And is it really right to sacrifice your future for someone else's profit and benefit and gains because remember what i said before like a fifth of the workforce is doing this but actually the benefit they see of that 30 billion extra in the economy is marginal i also want to make a point that are we staying late because we're putting out and i say falsified because i feel like most things can be made up because it's a human point of view but deadlines are made by humans mm-hmm. but it doesn't mean it's meant to it's not fixed mm. but do we put deadlines with the added factor of pressure so that we force ourselves to cram as much work in those time possible Maybe. because that's don't get me wrong there are things that require deadlines and they're the things that require statutory input deadlines where you need to do something at certain times however sometimes you know we put deadlines for ourselves and force us into that corner where we 
can't mm. be relieved of it, but to be forced to work in that late, mm-hmm. staying late at work environment. Now, I am not saying that's a bad thing because sometimes it's a requirement on the basis that, you know, you've been contracted to do something or the fact that, you know, you've set a deadline so that something's ensured to be done at that time. However, yeah. there are a lot of things. And if you think about it, especially in your workplace, you think about it, a lot of these deadlines, there aren't any consistency with it. There is no, it's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. It's just more of a greed or a factor of like someone's just decided, I want it ASAP. Well, ASAP mm-hmm. means very different things to you and I. ASAP to someone else could be like right now, but ASAP could be, you know, in the next two days because that's round the corner. Mm-hmm. I once had someone tell me they wanted an urgent meeting with me um, <laughs> and then asked how my diary was looking in, uh, you know, several months later. It's a very different view of what very urgent different. ASAP means. But that is, it's falsified by humans because we've mm, set it. Sure. Yeah, we've made this up completely. We've made the whole idea of deadlines up mm. to ensure that, I don't know if it satisfies us because we've made it and we've accomplished it mm-hmm. by saying that, yeah, we ticked the box, we've made it on the Monday the 25th of la di da da But Mm -hmm. I just feel like going back to the whole idea of like, you know, forcing ourselves to work because of deadlines, Mm. there is only a certain extent where that's okay. But when deadlines become not even remotely achievable, you're starting Mm. to question whether it's really necessary to have that deadline at the end of the day. I want everyone to refocus what point I'm trying to make is that is there a lot of things that we need to do, but it doesn't require that deadline. I know several tasks I've done in the past where if you I did it a day late or two days, it wouldn't even matter. No, but we put no. so much weight on it, so much effort into saying it matters when it doesn't. Mm. And it creates that, you know, that trigger, that sort of whole domino effect. Mm, and you start mm. going, okay, now there, there's a pressure for a deadline. And then yeah. you have the pressure of having to do more work to fit into that deadline. Then that mm-hmm. pressure of having to force yourself to stay later to meet deadline yeah. because more work will be done during those hours. The question here is, and I want to put it out to everyone and yourself, Jamie, is does it though? Because I realize a lot mm. of work can be done tomorrow, still yeah, achieves. Yeah, the deadline definitely drilling down into deadlines um yeah we've completely made up that nonsense yeah. right the fact that you want that report at 5 p.m when it's 4 50 is because you want it for whatever reason it is that you want it like i'm sure no one else cares no. it doesn't change the world it's not going to end the world either there are so many unnecessary obligations and inefficiencies and this is the point i promised to make about meetings one of my biggest bugbears in the workplace because how much time do we waste sat in meetings on phone calls <laughs> where they're completely unnecessary and we're talking you know meetings about planning future meetings or meetings about the meeting we're about to have and you end up in this weird cycle of meeting and call after meeting it's, it's and a call vortex. yeah meeting literally vortex. never ending <laughs> And it could have all been in one email for a start. Um, oh, yeah. Number one. That's a joy. But number two, it? we've wasted... Great. I love it. It's so much fun. But I've wasted so much time in all of these unnecessary meetings that it's now 3pm and I've got no work done. No actual no. work done. Yeah. And then you add in your arbitrary, randomly made up by somebody who knows who deadlines. Um, and all of a sudden, yeah, you can feel that pressure ramping up and why yeah. it's ramping up. If people were more efficient in how and why they actually communicated the work. Don't waste everyone's time by having a meeting to plan a meeting. Yeah. Send an email. 
get it done. Let's try and cut back on our meetings, I think, is what I'm trying to advocate to all of our listeners out there. Please, it's... dear God, can we just cut back on the meetings? Because a lot of them are so unnecessary. We should probably save that time to get some actual work done. So what James is saying is put it in an email. Put it in kind an email. Regards. If, 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 kind of, right, thank you. Kind of regards. If you can put it in an email, do. Yeah. Um, you will make the person who's receiving that email so much happier. Because now, it, you know, it takes a few minutes to read an email. I've never known a meeting to be scheduled for less than 30 minutes. Yeah. So let's save that person 20 minutes where they can actually get something done and then we can all go home on time. Because there's such a, a deliberation when it comes to like meetings and having mm. calls and, you know, however, what form of meetings you're having in, whether it's a call, a Zoom call, a phone call, whatever it is. Again, yes, you're right. It's such a waste of time because you have that whole routine of like niceties, like, you know, tidbits of personal lives are thrown into the mix. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then you get down to some work and then you go back yeah. into personal life and then niceties to sign off off and you're thinking well all i needed was that little middle section of work <laughs> yeah and everything else is just a waste of time yeah. but and we're not know... just us we're not anti-social people we don't hate everyone <laughs> yeah no i totally get that like it does add extra oh. fluff to the whole proceeding whole lot of- and i've had days i don't know about you but i've had days where i have started in meetings at 9 a.m and i haven't gone out of the multitude of different meetings i've hopped from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting yeah until about 4 p.m or later mm. and i found myself repeating the same intro conversation oh, yeah. because it's just you kind of just like it becomes like this innate kind of script almost it's just like hi how are you yeah i'm good you good weekend yeah fantastic how's the weather it's really raining here okay so the work and you ha- you have the same conversation like it's almost like i wish i just had that recorded i would just hit play <laughs> and get on with some work in the in the interim they're they're an interesting film phenomenon certainly Um, but i do think it adds to this whole concept of having to stay late because you can get some meetings um, and you were talking about it like kind of with the social bit at the beginning and the end and that could be the majority of the time right we've all been in those sorts of meetings that actually we do feel a bit guilty because we've kind of had almost uh, an unofficial break by being in that meeting we've not actually achieved anything we've not actually been productive and we've got a long to-do list yeah it's it's, it's, it's just a feedback loop and, yeah. and we just end up in that cycle of well I've wasted half the day so now I need to add that on to the end of the day in order mm. to feel like I've achieved something and accomplished something and to, you know to get that validation and uh, and you know all of those other, other things that we've been talking about I just had a thought maybe if someone out there and please comment down below but can someone create an app just for work <laughs> like cut either end of the chit chat cut it out put work in the middle and Mm -hmm. keep those uh, sort of like draining meetings to like two hours like a power meeting we'll call it a power meeting and it's mm-hmm. two hours of all the meetings you need to go to and you yeah. can have your rest of the day doing whatever you need to do because that sounds good that sounds like a, a sounds like an app waiting to happen i think it should right. be called power meeting power meeting <laughs> yeah someone make that happen uh, let us know how you get on down in the comments below i also want to know and this is actually a personal opinion with mm. any employers out there what more can employers do to outweigh the negativity of staying late at work because a lot of employees be like well you're working for us for free because you're only contracted to do nine to five and we're only paying for nine to five but you can work from five to eight you know five Mm -hmm. to seven Mm -hmm. for free and i'm not saying employers obliged to pay us any more because our contracted hours is a mutual agreement between two parties Mm -hmm. and that's how it works that's employment for you but saying that for those who do stay at work later because either because they're rivaling or in competition with their colleagues or the fact that they have this guilt 
that they shouldn't be having and that goes with anything actually that they shouldn't be having simply because they think they're meant to be more hardworking, even though they've mm. completed the said task they're meant to do or in fact mm. that work can continue next tomorrow yeah but what i do want to know is whether employees can do something else to encourage employees to leave at 5 p.m on time you know like mm. just like school really but because that's how we we were like brought up on i certainly mm. i was you know and so it was james you know we were brought up to say that you know 3 p.m to 3 30 you're finished school mm-hmm. <laughs> the school doesn't want you anymore <laughs> go but home i wonder if this this, this idea you, know, you said it at the beginning actually and so i just thought about it you said at the beginning that we learn this behavior in school that doing mm. more is better yeah and i wonder if that spawns out of after school clubs because mm. you you end up staying late at school right mm. to do all these extra things and sure they may be way more fun than the school day was but sure. they're still extra things right um whether that's an extra study class whether that's a music lesson whether that's a, a sports club or a drama club or whatever it might be it's still an, an additional obligation and task at the end of mm-hmm. the day yeah. and some schools have the they are mandatory right you have to do one yeah it's not an option it's not a you know it's not a sense of oh i don't need to bother with that it doesn't matter i'll just go home at 3 3 30 whatever time school's finished these days but Hmm. i do wonder if that's kind of where it spawns from that's a really good point sorry but we're not blaming schools here you know schools are required (laughs) we do need to educate children Uh, (laughs) we need to educate adults as well that's true that's true it's not the school's fault disclaimer but maybe not liable for anything we say (laughs) going from your point of you know, you just made there is homework extra work. Because then it delineates yes. from school. Then that mm. this sort of behavior, and obviously we're not scientists, so and we're not any form of therapists or counselors. Mm-hmm. We do not know. You know, we do not know the answers. We're just trying to no. piece things together. Yeah. But is this from school? Because it's you know, people, behavior, and then in the behavior yeah. that we have adopted because it's we're surrounded it since from like the age of course six, seven, I believe. I haven't been sure. school for. Wow, <laughs> it's been even longer than me. I've got no idea. Um, <laughs> at some age, when you're a child, you go to school and, yeah. and you do get homework. Um, and I actually know I agree. I think that's a really good point. I think yeah. you are indoctrinated into that viewpoint um, from a very young age that you have to do extra work. Yeah, right. Because your homework isn't optional. Um, you know, you have to do your homework, yeah. and your parents will make you do your homework. Yeah. At least mine certainly did. Whether you do an after-school thing or not in the interim, but you have all these additional school-related activities mm. taking place when school has finished or you should transfer be finished. that or should be finished you transfer that analogy then x number of years later when you're in the workplace and you probably do still have a little bit of yeah. that sort of that, that kind of mentality that oh it's even though the alarm bell has rung um you know the bell has rung and it schools out i've still got homework to do i've still got my after school club to do maybe there is a subconscious level of of thinking of that way that's really interesting i haven't thought about that also i just reminded what my school bells sounded like really yeah bring back horrible memories to be honest with you i don't like i enjoyed school so it wasn't like (laughs) okay um a frightening thought but no it sounded like uh what's it called like one of those (laughs) sorry to bring back any memories or anything but (laughs) for me it's any injury from remembering school that's not our fault (laughs) it sounded like the siren for world war ii oh an air raid shelter really yeah, because my school was used as a training ground. Okay, and they just didn't bother to no, they didn't, the No, they didn't upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 100 nothing. years down the line, they're still using that same siren. 
Wow, that's actually quite a frightening siren as well, though. Like, it's a very disconcerting noise. Yeah. So just have that as your signal. Maybe it was yeah. a Pavlovian thing. They wanted you to be so, like, frightened of that that siren that you just wanted to stay in school because it would be safer. And that's, therefore, you'd never leave and you'd always do more work. Again, we're not against any schools. <laughs> <laughs> no, school is great. Stay in school. No, yeah, for, please fully, do. Fully, fully, fully support um, you know, the education system. Oh, yeah. Um, don't fully support randomly working late because you feel guilty. Though. Exactly. It's, um, it's not necessary. And I also find this, and this is a catch-22 as usual, but the presumption that... Such a presumption. You know, I... Oh, you know, it's okay. I presume it's okay. Yeah. No one said it was okay. <laughs> no, we've all just sort of accepted that it yeah. is. But we do that though because it's in the contract, right? Yeah. In everyone's contract, I can pretty much guarantee there'll be something about and additional hours as needed by the business. Again. That may include public holidays mm. or weekends in some extreme cases. And you probably have also signed away your rights to the working time regulations as well, somewhere oh, in the contract. Don't endure the business needs, though. The uh, word business needs. The infamous needs. business needs. I would like someone out there in the comments who writes employment contract. What are business needs? Because yeah. no one ever seems to know and no one ever seems to outline what they are. So no, please this is- tell me. You know, coming out from a from a legal geek we are, but can we define it? <laughs> Please. Please define it, because the business need. What person- about my needs? Exactly. What about the employee needs? Mm, business need, right? First and foremost, you can't personify the business. It's not mm-hmm. a human. It's not okay. So maybe it's alive, but that's more of a metaphor than it really yeah. is. Mm-hmm. But what is the business need? Because if we're trying to personify what this entity, this corporation, this entity that we're meant to work for, Mm. how do you find it? Because if it's what the business needs, add it to the contract. The business need, okay, but what, how much, you know, Mm. give me a number, an hour, two hours, in in no whole life. Right? In no other walk of life would we would we accept such vagity. You're buying a house. Oh, well, it might have windows. Yeah. I mean, I've got to tell you. Um, but yeah, it might the house be, but it might needs. not. Does it or doesn't it? Like, I want to know yeah. the details. I want to exactly. know the facts. Give me the information. But we so readily accept employment contracts that have all this kind of stuff in. Like, oh, yeah, no, you sign away your rights to this. You're going to do whatever the business needs. Um, and that could be in job function as well. And in, in terms of working late, we have that innate kind of social... Kind Kind of mentality that we've been building up since school it seems about mm. you know doing extra do more mm. we readily sign away that we're going to do extra and do more um, and then we feel obligated to do extra and do more because everyone Definitely. else around us is but at no point has anyone ever asked us to no we've been conditioned to the point that mm. we think it's normal and that to me is frightening in a way but continuing from your point you know what's even more frightening is the fact that and don't misunderstand companies there's certain loads of companies who acknowledge and actually say you know they're very grateful for your you know mm-hmm. effort however and i've heard and i've been in many situations where efforts are not acknowledged And therefore, efforts are diminished, despite how much you contribute to the company. The whole thing is just a complete flaw. Mm -hmm. And my question put out to all of what makes you still repeat that same trap? You know, you can do it day in, day out. 
But if you mm-hmm. don't feel rewarded as a, mm. just personally as a human being, I don't mm-hmm. feel motivated to do it again. <laughs> you no. know, staying late and not getting that whole, like the feedback of saying, you know, you've done us such a positive thing. You've supported mm-hmm. the team, et cetera, yeah. et cetera. You know, the company has made this huge improve- improvement because all yeah. the colleagues have stayed late. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the time is, and I guess this is, again, the business needs. We only focus on two things. is how much work you can put in or how many hours can you do to you know burn your life away and Mm. to how much money or how much monetizing can they make out of you until Mm. you're completely burnt out because Mm. when efforts are not acknowledged and when your time that you put into this company to this entity has not been acknowledged you sort of burn out no longer being devoted to to do more work Mm. or not be rewarded into that Mm. burnout for sure um and that's why you know having been at companies where they do reward it you know they Mm. do flexi time so a second over your contracted hours and your accruing time that you can take off later um you know as holiday or Mm. um you know they pay you that you know over time um you actually don't mind it so much and you're like because it's not expected right it's not expected of you and i think that's that's where i find it's an unhealthy behavior is when there's this underlying expectation yeah, um, that no one ever says. They never say it out loud. Mm. Uh, at least I hope they don't. If they are, mm. But <laughs> there's this underlying expectation that you're going to stay late and do more for nothing. Mm. And so that just becomes, I think, a sense of resentment in a way, and it contributes Certainly. to that burnout, that stress, mm. that damage to your health and that pressure. Mm. Um, it's not the healthy kind of oh i'm just gonna wrap this up for 10 minutes oh i'm just gonna help bob out in accounting with something for half an hour sorry bob um sorry bob stop working late <laughs> bob i'm really worried about you okay bob go home um, you have a wife <laughs> or husband sorry maybe who knows maybe, yeah. but either way bob sort it out yeah um <laughs> but it just it all contributes right and it all oh, adds to that you know bad health so if you notice those unhealthy behaviors in your workplace um, and maybe your hr department has some sort of like suggestion box equivalent maybe mm. ask they're not necessarily going to have the money to be able to pay people over time or uh, allow people to take mm. additional time off maybe they just need prodding to think about a way of recognizing people who put in the extra effort because i never think people's efforts should go unrecognized or unrewarded Certainly. um you know if you're good at something don't do it for free i think that's the famous line don't do it for free guys <laughs> <laughs> it's actually right. a line from batman <laughs> yeah definitely don't work for free no one should advocate that that's scary <laughs> no definitely you know, definitely get the reward yeah so. money you know money runs the world sorry guys but it's true i actually want to know and i'm sure james wants to know what are your thoughts what would mm-hmm. entice you to work a little bit later you know past your contracted hours if it's not money flexi time or is it like contribute towards lunch you know a free lunch or a team get together a socials I know it's not currently accessible, but but something to look forward to. So let us know your ideas. Yeah, please do get involved. You can join us and join in. You can follow us at YQ Society. We are on all of the social medias. That's Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. All the links are going to be down in the description below. Certainly join in and get involved with us. You know, we would love to hear your stories, love to hear your comments all your opinions put it down below or you know wherever social media you're on we would love to hear from you take care everyone see you soon